Hello, everybody. This is Erica. This is Shari. And this is April. And you are now listening to Three Sykes and a Mic. Just as a disclaimer, although the contents of this show may be educational and therapeutic in nature, this should not be considered a replacement for therapy with a licensed professional. If you would like more information on how you can find a therapist in your area, please contact us on social media. All right, ladies, welcome back. How's everyone doing today? Doing good. How are you? Awesome. Awesome. I am well. Great. Great. Good over here. Awesome. <laughs> well, uh, we are back. <laughs> what month? Look, I'm trying to figure out. Like, what this month is hilarious this? because we be so awkward when the show come on. We be like, hello. <laughs> Girl, look, I was just trying to figure out like, what month are we going to be in? Is the show dropping <laughs> January Girl. or February? It'll be I was February about to say, We're already. In February. Already in February. It's like one long. This January has felt very long. It has. I don't know if it's because your paychecks <laughs> or mm. what. <laughs> the longest wait ever because we get our January paycheck in December. Right. Oh, right. so we, oh, waiting for that second. Oh. Lord. Yeah, it's like a oh, whole horrible. month. Like Before I'm you so get your poor. Next check. I'm so poor. Like, like and it's sir, not may I have anything another? different, but it is a it little is. bit. There's more time in between. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but yes, that's really bad. That's really bad. You know, the feds they keep them coming on the second and like every other month. Mm-hmm. I mean, every other week. Every other week. Yeah. yeah. And that was hard for me when I worked for the federal government because I was just like, I'm used to having a day. My check hits on this day, you know, or, you know, it might hit the day before if it falls on a weekend. But like the federal government is like, wait, do we get paid? Did we get this week? Mm-hmm. We got paid last week. OK, so, yeah, we get paid this week. Right. Uh, Every other week. It, it just always throw me off. But those months where you got three checks. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. It does you really, really well. Yes. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> I love it. But anyway, we're not here to talk about government checks. <laughs> Maybe we are. If anybody can find my um, stimulus check, <laughs> I need y'all to send it to me because I still haven't gotten no. it. Oh. And I, no. I'm a little disappointed. Let me tell you, if Trump administration didn't do nothing else, they got me my money in 48 hours of signing <laughs> that bill. It was, I, ain't it, gonna I didn't even know. Let me tell you, I appreciate that little check because, I mean, I'm probably one of those people they were talking about when they said people ain't going to use that check the way they're supposed to. Um, The check was supposed to stimulate the economy. If I put that money back into the economy, I did what I was supposed to do with it, right? You don't get to dictate how I used it. So my check went to um, home improvement home renovations that's a good that's a good use yes and my little six hundred dollars that i got this second go around i was like oh well we said we were gonna like go ahead and start adding like little decorative touches to the house i bought curtains (laughs) and little like baskets for my bathroom and little wall art you know i don't know what my check is i'm a little disgruntled well you should get a letter in the mail telling you that if you did not get your check then um, you can use it as a tax credit because I want to say no, 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 I no, know. no. It's not we the don't, same. We don't want no tax credit. <laughs> it's not the same as the cash. I would in like hand. my money. Run me my cash. Yes. That's what I need because I would like to do something with my little six hundred dollars as well. I don't even care if they like cut it in half. I don't understand what happened. Like, because some people who did like get their check automatically deposited or whatever like yeah. said they didn't get their check this time yeah I got mine automatically deposited the first time and then this time around because you know I went I went searching so I went on the irs.gov mm-hmm. looked up the little find my check link mm-hmm. find it and it says that they mailed it on January the 6th oh so they said they mailed you a check mm-hmm. 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 so the hunt is out if anybody see it you better talk to some up. of your neighbors. <laughs> I know, right? Because I wasn't. Was I in town? Yeah, I was here. But yeah, hit your girl up. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sherry Naples got her check. They done had a good Out here looking for that check in the daylight <laughs> with a flashlight, okay? It's not... Not a game. Uh, <laughs> they used your check to go to the uh, storm in the Capitol. <laughs> they probably did. I thought you was gonna say they used it to go to the boat. I was like, girl, probably Ooh, so. Girl, yeah, honey, because you know that's me. They weren't getting no PTO time, so <laughs> <laughs> they had to use that to supplement their income in the missed days. <laughs> Pay for that quality end stay. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, that Ooh, that's funny. funny. Well, let's get into what's been going on in the world. So this is going to be kind of a, a potpourri mix of <laughs> media stuff. Um, there are two things I just want to say. Um, Danny Lee, most pretty sure most of our listeners have never heard of her, but um, she basically pretty much is almost about to get canceled for coming out with Aww. a wax song. Um about being a yellow bone and one she's not black two is she dominican excuse me yes she's a dominican she's dominican okay um not and not afro-latina dominican like white dominican yeah yeah yeah. um so ma'am you're not a yellow bone you're just you're latina Uh, (laughs) you're just you're yellow two the song is whack like it is bad. Oh no. Three, you could have skated being this <clears throat> mediocre artist who got by on being a light skinned woman with curly hair who's racially ambiguous yeah. and could have been fine, could continue to skate along, but they're no. saying she's American. Well, she was born in Miami. Mm-hmm. But her parents are Dominican. Okay. So her her ethnic, her, ethnicity her ethnicity is, is, is Dominican. Dominican. Yeah. Gotcha. No. Mm. Um how many songs does she have? She has I mean, a so- couple songs. Barring this one. She has a song with Chris Brown. She has a song, Baby, like That's My Baby. Mm-hmm. Um, you've probably heard it. Like her stuff is very, it's catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like a sing song rapper type, but it's very basic. I, like blame, it's, I blame Chris she's Brown. She's a pretty good dancer. <laughs> well, she was she was hot kind of before Chris Brown though. That baby. So you may remember her. She went viral because she did that that challenge <laughs> where people were dancing with the car moving. I forgot what song. Oh yeah, and she like had a that. really good was it video. The Drake. Yes. Um, yep. Kiki. Yeah. Was it Kiki? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. that was so long ago. Because that's how I first learned about her. Then I was like, oh, you know, she's a good, she's a cool dancer. Then she started venturing into the. Um, the rap or hip hop world, and I was like, "Oh, okay. So if you yeah. you're you're getting by because you're conventionally like cute." Ooh, but she messed up um, when she said, "Why y'all so sensitive?" Yeah, so oh. she she put out she doubled down on it when people started calling her out, <laughs> and was like, "Y'all are so sensitive. Y'all are trying to hate." They make songs about dark skinned girls all the time, and then she put out a, an apology that didn't really help, but um. I'm like, okay, girl, you 26. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'll give you a little bit of a pass. But you could have just said nothing, kept that wax song in your arsenal and could have mm-hmm. continued to skate on being a very mediocre artist. But no, you got with a black rapper and somehow, I don't know, thought that gave you, uh, I don't know. Because she, <laughs> she's like, with the baby. Who's she with? The baby. The baby. Oh, okay, I was going to say the baby, little baby. Mm-hmm. One of the babies. So it's already something with that. Like you done left your dark skin mother of your children to this Latina, which is fine. Love you like who you like. Who then felt so empowered to kind of take a jab at how basically he wants a le- yellow bone. So she was singing out how her man wants a light skinned woman. Which girl, oh. you have nothing else to that excites you yeah. that he, he likes You're you because because you because because the amount of melanin and in your skin because she was like why can't i make a song <laughs> about my light-skinned baddies i'm like because light-skinned women you, have never needed songs to hype them up because that sound like it's people there. Talking about, why can't i make songs about my white pride 
Because there are songs about your <laughs> yes, wife, Pride. It's called Every Song About America That's Ever Every Been Written. Song. Every one of them. <laughs> this land is your land. Right. right. That is definitely and, and and that's what they meant. That's what they meant. They meant this land is exactly. your land and my land. Not this the slaves that were working land. it yep. at the time that they wrote it. From all the way from California. <laughs> right. To the New York they Islands. Was telling you, all preaching. of it is mine. They was preaching. <laughs> Look, that was in response to the Negro spirituals we were singing in the field. No, no, no. Don't, get, don't get it twisted. Don't think about these crops. This land is our land. This land is your land to work, but it's ours to, to profit have. off of. Thank yes. you. Uh, That's girl, I mean. And then this non-apology she posted. First you say, y'all don't mean shit to me, but then say, I'm sorry if I offended you. Girl, let me... Because they start... <laughs> Who are your PR people? <laughs> Girl, they should have talked to you before you posted this. They should have listened to the song first, probably. You and Donald Trump got the same PR person, clearly. When we get off, I'm gonna see if I can find a snippet, but it's bad. It's like you, you can counsel for a bad song. At least if it was catchy, people might have like ignored it. But <laughs> this the best you could do, girl. So wow, yep. And if you haven't, please go watch the making of the five heartbeats on Amazon Prime. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that because I uh, I know you said it was really good, so good. Also, the I'm five heartbeats is out. like my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> like, it's, I could, it's such a good movie. I could quote it. Like it was word so bad word. back in the day. I used to record um, my favorite scenes from the movie on a separate VHS. <laughs> So I didn't have to watch the whole movie. I could just like you could just watch the scenes. That's interesting. Which I found out they were trying to like the he had to fight with executives to keep the um the church scene at the end towards the end when Eddie gets saved. Really, and the scene with his sister where they're singing. Yes, I saw that. Like twice, they tried to cut. Oh, that's that out crazy. Time they were like, "Why is this needed?" And blah blah blah. I mean, kind of when you think about it is kind of yeah, random but it's it such is. a good that's it's a good best, scene those are the it's best such a good scene. that's yes. the scene that most people if they think about the, I mean that's one of the scenes especially the one with him and his sister that's yes, one of the scenes that people classic. really think about yeah it's classic and they which so I won't give it away even though it's not like a spoiler thing one thing it highlighted to me it made me think it made me so much more appreciative of Tyler Perry and um and Kev on stage Ooh, girl, for, for what they're doing because for so oh, many okay, black creatives, they have to convince white people why black stories are important and why a scene where the lead singer is saved when they're like, what do you, what's mm-hmm. that mean? You know? So when you have your Tyler Paris who has his own studio, when you have Kev on stage who is created, mm-hmm. you know, his own sound stage on network, you don't have to fight for that anymore. You don't yeah. have to you don't have to explain yeah. your story to anyone. Right. Yeah. Or risk someone watering down your story right. or mm-hmm. editing parts mm-hmm. out because mainstream audiences won't get it. So it did have me like very appreciative of, you know, the Ava DuVernay's, the Shonda Rhyme, yeah. like just the people who are saying, nope, we're going to tell our story. We're not yeah. about to beg you for money mm-hmm. or so. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that I, makes sense. I love the transition that we that just black media, black artistry has has made. It's just y'all. We got to keep going. That's all I can say. Yeah, that's yeah, all I can say. They keep telling black stories um, in real authentic ways, you know. Um, so I'm excited about that. I'm excited to see some of the ways in which um, companies, organizations, company with telling black stories for Black History Month, which is coming up here soon. So I'm excited about that. And yeah. Y'all get y'all outfits together. Get our Black History outfits. Please get your Black History (laughs) outfits. I want every, I want this country to look like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like we, we having a whole it's a whole let's take over it's a whole month like we be complaining about we don't get but a few days i'm gonna need you to represent every 
28 days <laughs> of Black History Month, okay? Let's capitalize on them 28 days. I done bought me some t-shirts. Y'all go get you a special hairdo. If you're you know if you're on a budget, run up the City Trends. They got a lot of the little, you know, African-inspired <laughs> earrings. Ain't but $1.99. You can get a five-pack for about $6. You know what I'm Not saying? City Trends. <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> Shop your Black-owned businesses. We need to be doing that anyway but we need to especially patronize these places black history might listen get it together come with the fashion do it right come with all the fashions and the attitude and read a, and read a book okay get Several. your black history uh-huh. book ready yeah yeah <laughs> i am ready well with that y'all let's roll into our topic for this episode so really wanting to um move into doing like uh, monthly themes for our episodes especially because we are transitioning into spaces where we are doing two episodes a month kind of bi-weekly episodes we want those episodes to have a topic and as we are rolling into the month of february i have heard in the streets that it's the month for love um that's what they say, you know. I don't, that's I don't know them about them things. That's what they say. <laughs> I don't, don't have around these parts. Um, <laughs> so we really wanted to um, bring you guys some episodes that are talking not necessarily just about love, but also about love, sex, relationships, and all the things that we think about when we think about this month of February. Um, and so on today's topic, we really wanted to. Um, start to talk a little bit about love in general and then some of the things that we may have learned about love from stories, from things that we saw in our past life, from things, well, not past life, but past um, childhood and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to kick this episode off with asking you ladies a question around fairy tales. So (laughs) (laughs) one of the things that I used to absolutely love as a kid were fairy tales. We're like Disney, of course, right? Mm -hmm. You got singing, you got people falling in love out the blue you got people turning from animals to humans to humans to animals and they loving each other through it all and so I as I got older started to realize that these stories weren't always realistic you know Mm -hmm. I wasn't gonna be kissing frogs and getting princes you know it wasn't gonna happen that way and so I wanted to check in with you ladies to see are there any lessons that you learned from fairy tales that you truly believed would be represented in your love life Mm. that maybe haven't been as you've gotten older? Uh, Well, Hmm. (laughs) it's like that. I don't, I was, and I think I've shared this on here maybe before, maybe not. I was always very literal as a child. So I don't think that allowed me to take fairy tales as truth because I was just like mm. even like with Hansel and Gretel I was like so I don't get it you mean to tell me they just like I could read it for enjoyment but I also knew that it wasn't true and even like with Snow White I would just have so many questions like so where the how did she fit in their house if the rest of them mm. were divorced and nobody thought they were divorced so I would always get caught up on because they lived in a tree April they lived in a tree (laughs) yeah I just would always get stuck on the stuff that didn't fit (laughs) and for me it was all like okay she literally had to kiss a frog I I didn't like animals so I knew that one wasn't going to be me um, and then Cinderella, I was like, I like her story because she got to wear, you know, cute, nice gown. She had these fly little cool little shoes that nobody had. Maybe that's where my obsession <laughs> with like shoes shoe came shoes. from because I really enjoyed mm. the fact that she had this unique shoe. But I I think I was probably like, oh, my God, like, but she had these evil people that she had to work with and why she had to clean. And I was just always mad so that, like, who gave her a curfew? Like, where did that even come from? <laughs> but, I, yeah, I think I had the whole, like, fairy tale 
you know, mindset like, oh my gosh, like they're going to get married and they're going to live happily ever after. Um, I think I did. I, I had, I adopted that, that mindset, like yeah. everything will be fine once your Prince Charming comes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I wonder what this is like, what that's like for guys on their side of having to be the quote unquote Prince Charming. Mm-hmm. Like you have to go and kind of rescue this damsel in distress mm-hmm. and create and, you know, create this amazing ever after mm-hmm. for this person and how that may have impacted the way in which they walk into relationships or even just like search out relationships. Mm-hmm. I wonder if a guy I would think, even think that that that's what was happening. But I mean, I have encountered a lot of, of men who don't feel like a woman is appreciating them if they're not appreciating stuff that they do for them. That's a whole nother episode mm. the need to be that old <laughs> the show me you need me yeah you act like you don't need yes. me it's like well uh, but i was doing all that i could <laughs> yeah girl yeah. yeah i could talk all yeah mm. i mm. yep that's a whole that is a episode for you episode um, in itself i'm, think I'm what, taking notes we're gonna write that down yeah I'm trying to think what false messages that I, I even like I think about my high school um, slash college relationship. I remember my friends would tease me because they were like, April, you act like you don't really like him. I was like, no, I like him, but I know I'm not going to marry him. Like, I know this is this is what you do. Like you date someone in high school and like then you go to just college. It. Like I, even then I just like, yeah, this ain't. Yeah. Like we're not yeah. going to get married. Like, why are you that? Cause I'm 18. Like I'm not looking. For <laughs> so, but I think one thing that I do remember thinking is like in movies, I think understanding that marriage and kids, I just thought that was just the, you know, the next step in life. And mm-hmm. even though I didn't really ever like, Ooh, I can't wait. It was just like, okay, well, this is just what you do. Like, this is what you see, you know, Mm -hmm. after this is a stage of adulthood. Like you, you go off to college, you go to school, you get married, you have kids, you start a family. Um, And it was something that I had to shift as I got older. Like, uh Oh, I think my internet is that um, actually there are so many other things you can do along the way that don't, and in a different order, all of those, <laughs> and in a different order, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Erica's like, yes, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just seeing my life playing out, going, yeah. There were so many times I was like, did I do this wrong? Like, I followed the, <laughs> like, I feel like I started following this blueprint. I was like, I don't think this. <laughs> I don't think this is a one size fits all, but yeah, but we do get those messages. I would love to see fairy tales. Like I would love to see Disney go the day after he put yeah. the shoe on the foot. The For day sure. after, wasn't there the a frog series moved into the castle? Like I, I, that I need would be that really cool in my life. I think that's one of the I things rem- that I like. If I'm thinking about lessons I learned, a lot of it was. The after, like the marriage is the pinnacle. Mm-hmm. Like once you get to that space of like marriage, then that's it. Like you don't have to work anymore. You don't have to do anything. Like you're there. And yes, the marriage is the pinnacle you know. of when you should start therapy. Right. <laughs> Consistently. <laughs> Consistently. <laughs> that is the point where you really, if you have not already gotten your life together and gotten God in your life, that is the pinnacle moment <laughs> in which you should do that. <laughs> Where you dive in head first. Yes. <laughs> you gonna need therapy and Jesus. Okay. <laughs> yes. No, I know that was one of the things that I definitely, one of the lessons that I learned from fairy tales that is not, or did not benefit me mm-hmm. throughout my life, you know, um, Another one was, and I think we talked about this a little bit before the episode, but like love is enough. Mm -hmm. Like love will see you through anything and everything. And as long as you love one another, you know, you will travel mountains and fight dragons and, you know, overcome evil stepmothers to be with this person. 
And as we know, like that's that's not enough. Love is not enough. No. And so, Shari, you shared this article with us <laughs> that I think is really interesting that talks about 11 things that are actually more important than love in a relationship. Um, and there are a lot of really interesting ones. Are there any that stuck out to y'all? And I'll just like read a couple of them. Um, but they mentioned things like um, a sense of respect, like knowing that your partner respects yes. you, um, being able That's to trust each oh, other. Sorry. No, go ahead. And I was going to say respect is a big one for me. I always say if I had to choose between love and respect, I would always choose respect. Mm-hmm. Um, always choose respect. Cause I think with respect comes other things mm-hmm. that are very important to me. Um, and so Definitely. I like that they they mention respect being one of those things that are more important mm-hmm. than love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they mention um, what's one? I just get, I scrolled over one. Um, a feeling of safety and security with one another. And I don't think mm-hmm. they just mean like safety in the sense of you're not going to physically harm me, but like safety with my heart, safety with you know, and I think that goes into the whole trust um, piece as well. Um, they mentioned genuinely liking each other. Do y'all mm. know people who are <laughs> who are couples but don't seem to like each other? Like, why y'all get y'all don't even like each other? Yeah, right. And the the answer to that I is think, like, oh, because I love him, because I love her. Yeah, I love him, but I don't I like think him. Sometimes oh. people get so focused on the the desire to have a partner that they ignore Mm -hmm. those little things um that later you know after that honeymoon phase is worn off you're like ooh, you're a little bit of a you're kind of controlling or you're a micromanager or you never say i'm sorry and it's like huh starting to see that Mm -hmm. um i do think in those cases that's when love helps because love is the thing that's reminding you to treat that person with like grace and mm-hmm. um but it's not all it's definitely not all you need and then just knowing that people change over time too like Absolutely. that i think that's one thing i can say that was not discussed in fairy tales and i remember god you would have oh. thought i was i'm surprised my teacher did not hit me in the mouth um <laughs> I remember being in high school and was like, I don't understand how people get divorced. Like, you knew who this person was when you met them. Like, you you signed up for this. And my teacher was like, people change. Like, Mm -hmm. the person that you marry is not the person you divorce and people change. I was like, but how? Like, what do you mean they change? Yeah. (laughs) Again, literal minded. I'm just like, but that's who it was. It's so funny you mentioned that because, um, you know, I talked to my parents um, just about life and their relationships and things. And one thing that my dad would say is that your mom is just not the same woman that, you know, that I married, you know, and my parents got married, you know, out of high school. (laughs) My Mm -hmm. parents dated since junior high school. Like they were a couple forever. So they knew their youthful selves and they grew up together, you know? So of course they changed. And, you know, one of the things like, well, how did she change? And he was just like, you know, she's so much more vocal, you know? And before it was kind of like, you know, my, I'm sure like back in the day, you learned like the man is the head of the household and he controls mm. things and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so that's kind of how she governed herself. But as she became more of herself as a woman and um, herself as a provider and, you know, things like that, how she governed herself was just different. And I think initially that was a little bit hard and probably a bit off-putting right for my dad um but he they had to learn to adjust to the different sides of one another um 
Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and it's funny. The article talks a little bit about updating each other about the needs, like your needs, mm-hmm. because your needs will change as you change. Right. And yeah. so um, being able to just kind of update each other about like what, well, what is the need that I have now mm-hmm. for my relationship that maybe I didn't have from the beginning? Mm-hmm. Um, but I have that need now because I'm different now, mm-hmm. you know, or our relationship is different now. You're different now. And so really like just saying, like, how do we have that conversation yeah. to update each other? Like maybe before we didn't have we had a lot of sex, right? Maybe before because we had time and we were young and we weren't, you know, divulging our career. Mm-hmm. And maybe now I may not have that same need or desire. And so how do we have that talk or vice versa? It may flip, you know. How do you have that talk? <laughs> Which is the, the communication piece that was in that article. Like that is a, a integral part of um, relationships that's not, you know, that's just as important as love. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I think of, I have a friend who, um, was telling me about very candid and honest conversations, actually two that they have with their husbands about everything from being attracted to other people and Mm -hmm. um, being dissatisfied in certain areas and how a lot of people don't have those conversations because they fear that it's going to um, cause the other person to feel bad or they think the other person is going to blow up, Mm -hmm. Um, which is also important to even to provide space where people can feel comfortable bringing certain things mm-hmm. to you but also just having that communication of like hey this isn't working or you know when we first met I used to do x y and z but I can't do that anymore like mm-hmm. we, we didn't have yeah. kids back then yeah. or we had a smaller right. house so it was easier mm-hmm. to do it but now you're gonna have to say <laughs> some of these dishes yeah. too. yes yeah. <laughs> yes lord absolutely the communication I think um you hit it on the head, April, when it's like people will not communicate for fear of how their partner is going to respond. But it's like the communication part is what keeps things, you know, going, keeps things lined up. Like, hey, you know, we're hitting a shift. What are we going to do? Like, you know what I mean? It's almost like, you know, one partner is driving, but is blindfolded. And can you, you know, can you communicate you know, mm-hmm. the direction that y'all need to go to keep keep the relationship on track, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think there's some people who would be like, we just going to run off the road because I'm not going to open my mouth. I'm not opening my mouth for nothing. And I think oftentimes, like, people think that, well, if I love this person, we'll always be able to communicate or they'll know what I'm thinking mm. or they'll know exactly where I'm coming from. And so I say communication's a dance, especially yes. in a relationship, you know. Um, and that dance changes. You may be leading the the dance at, at some point. You may have to fall back and let the other person lead. Mm-hmm. But it's all about like understanding and starting to learn each other's rhythm mm-hmm. with communication. Because it is. It's very, very important mm-hmm. in a relationship. Right. Yeah, that's why I like the part they spoke about the fair partnership um, and being able to find that balance with things. Um, and mm-hmm. this is something it's funny we're talking about fairy tales but I honestly think church probably screwed up more people than fairy tales <laughs> when it comes yeah. to dating because of the I, I was in a one of the Facebook singles groups I'm in someone posted like women um, can you truly allow man to lead and I always go lead me where like what do you what does that mean I'm not looking to be led I don't need to be led um, I am looking for someone who can walk beside me and where he's stronger in certain areas, sure, you take over that and the areas I'm stronger in, I will be responsible for it, but I'm not looking for a leader. Like, I don't need a father. I don't need a authority figure in my household. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a big part of how church even sees like the man is ahead of the house and then you have Christ it's like well God speaks to me too like I don't think he needs you to cover me in that same way I mean Um, I think of it as like I feel like they they separated as if the as if the teachings are like 
separate entities. Like there is this part where he talks about the leader, but there's also the part where he talks about the Proverbs 31 woman. And there's a lot Mm -hmm. of leadership Mm -hmm. in that piece. And it's like, if you put those together. You mean they distorted scripture to fit another uh, agenda? (laughs) I mean, where do they they do that? You you don't have this person that's got a leash around your neck walking you through life. Like it's actually, you know, there's there's you know a description of how the man in his role leads mm-hmm. and then there's the description of how the woman in her role leads like it's mm-hmm. not just mm-hmm. a I'm a trail behind you right and I think so many yeah. come in with this idea because even in, in conversations and I have a homeboy who asks all the time when like conversation of submission comes up he always like submit to what give me an example and the example always 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 have to do what you do what I say mm-hmm. and I was like so that's that's not submission that's dominance what you're mm-hmm. looking for and that so there's sometimes often this pushback of if a person is coming in with this mindset of leader you know what does that mean that's why I really like that piece about um, finding the balance of partnership because mm-hmm. once you approach a, something like a marriage or a relationship in general from the stance of we both are coming in, we both have things to contribute, we both have weaknesses, it's so much yeah. easier than trying to fight over power. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. I think it's like equity in a relationship is so important. Right. Like how do we build an equitous relationship with saying these are the things that I am really great at doing really great at being, you know, leading in. And these are the things that you're really great at doing and leading in. And so how do we allow each other the space to do the things that we're both really great at, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And how do we do that in a way that is going to allow both of us to feel invested in the relationship? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not, like you said, you, you know, I'm not just following your lead. Um, for the sake of, you know, the genitalia you were born with, <laughs> you know. Thank you. Because if it's all about, never mind. Oh, <laughs> some of y'all would have got counted out. Listen. Oh. Long time ago. <laughs> Long time passing ago. out servings. Just <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No, the equity piece is big. The one that um, I kind of clung to in this article was the one about hanging on to your independence in the relationship because I would get black, you know, particularly from my mother, you know, about like um, wanting to do things on my own. Like without my husband, it was kind of like, well, no, you're married now. So you do everything together. And I was like, er, skirt, wait a minute. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> like, if I said, oh, you know, I just wanted to get out and go shopping by myself. Well, why are y'all spending the day together? Because we live together. I see him right. all the time. We spent the night together. We spent the night spent all day. All day. Together. <laughs> Today, I want to go <laughs> to pick up my candles from <laughs> Bath and Body Works. And he wants to go play Farmer Drew in the yard. And that's what we're about to do. But I also have to remember and think about how long my parents have been together. They did not live separately or go anywhere separately until probably my mom's work started traveling Mm. and she actually had to leave and it was so funny because if she was gone longer than a day my dad was hopping on a plane (laughs) and and going it was like we like dad she only gonna be gone for three days oh I know but like they could not not be together And so I I understand that that is where it comes from for her. But like we had a different thing. Like we were adults independent of one another for so long that I think being able to have that space and respect that space for each other to do things independent of the relationship is very important. I think for both of us. Yeah, for sure. I'm very big on being able to still have a lot of shari in my relationships, oh, you know, and not, and, and I think it stems from, I hadn't, haven't always been really good at that. Like I was one of those women who 
would totally enmesh with my partner. So if they enjoy doing that thing, now I enjoy doing that thing. If this is how they took their eggs, I took my eggs that way. You know, like, oh no, you weren't, you weren't a runaway bride, were you? I was runaway (laughs) bride, girl. I really was. I really was. And I learned, you know, there were things that I actually did enjoy and I still enjoy, but I was introduced to it because I was like, oh, well, he likes to do that. So I'm going to do that too. Um, And now I'm very intentional about saying, okay, well, how do you retain your full self in this relationship? And what does that look like for you, for yourself, but then also for your partner? Like, how do you communicate that and explain that and say that that's a value and a need for yourself? Yeah, I absolutely think there's a balance. Like, I think I I love the fact that you're open to like learning Mm -hmm. about what the other person likes. Wow. You know, I think it's also important to, like you said, retain (laughs) your own stuff. It has taken me some places. Let me tell you, I think y'all were (laughs) when I was dating this gamer and I was like, y'all, we went on a date and I showed up in my, you know, my jeans, my heels and everybody else had on like cosplay. And I was like, wait a minute. Nobody told me (laughs) that we were supposed to be wearing costumes. Like what is happening? So it has taken me some places. So yeah, it's very interesting. Nice, nice. (laughs) I think that also part of that comes from, again, I keep going back to the church, that idea of, you know, leave and cleave and the two shall become mm-hmm. one. Yeah. And I think people almost interpreted that to the extreme. Right. Like becoming one doesn't mean that you're not going to need some you time yes. and your interest. And it's okay to do things that don't necessarily involve. Like I remember when Holly Robinson Pete came out with this book. They was like shut up and watch the game or something. And it was to teach women about football so they could watch with their husbands. Hmm. I was like, but what does, is that necessary? Like if you don't like watching football, right. I mean, he does, he can't watch by him, which he probably would want to. It, I don't right. know. He but, might not want me. Right. I was like, there are some shows. Sure. It'd be cool. If my partner, you know, we watch together, but he might not like Bridgerton and that's okay. I'm well, still going to watch. you know, I got a strict Hamilton policy. <laughs> okay. Very strict Hamilton policy. And then you ain't got to like it, but we going to watch it. Oh, no. And you're going to learn at least one song so we can mm. sing it together. That's my policy. <laughs> you got to learn one Hamilton song. That's too funny. At least Girl, one. You, might, you <laughs> might have eliminated a large person, portion of me. This, this, you know, it's no secret that I'm single. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's funny but no I get what you're saying because it's really you know and those that just shows that it's so artificial right it's right. like well let me get to chapter five so I can know what a field goal deals you know yeah. like it's so artificial it's not even based off of you still being present in the relationship you have now like you said le- you left and cleft a little bit too much and now you don't know where you are down the road yeah. and you wake up like who is this person mm-hmm. this happens so much this is why I'm doing um, a talk on mom guilt because so many of my moms talk about not knowing who they are anymore outside of being a mother like they mm-hmm. don't yeah remember what they enjoy they don't think about hobbies they haven't bought anything for themselves in a year every and i'm just like oh no oh, yeah. so a lot of it is like we spent work on getting back to who you are as a person outside of your title of um or wife because it can be so consuming like one i don't have kids i babysat a few times <laughs> um so you know again speaking from that lens but it can be consuming <laughs> like especially in those early years because your child's survival is, is dependent, dependent on upon you. that yeah yeah mm-hmm. so i get it i get how easy it would be to get so sucked in <clears> to <throat> That's your main job right now is to make yeah. sure this creature that you have created. Let me not call it a creature. Yes, this is a human creature. <laughs> I, I, I'm create. sitting here with this creature moving right now. I keep hitting the mute button because I'm like, oh God, what is he doing? <laughs> it's a whole I, creature, ma'am. <laughs> you know, but that's where that partnership comes in to have a partner who can say, you know what? Let me do the feeding tonight. 
or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. when you can go out, you go out, go get your, go, go paint. Cause I know you used to love the painting. You haven't done painting and so on, but when you don't have yeah. a person that can do that is easy to get stuck and consumed mm-hmm. into those roles. One of my Facebook friends actually just posted something that is along those lines um, for her son's birthday. And it was a line that stuck out to me that I was like, yes, this is the kind of mindset that I think I need to shift to. Um, but she basically was saying that she had to reconcile within herself that the time that she um is is putting into motherhood um is like more of an investment in her child mm. rather than self-sacrifice mm. and i was like yes i love that because i kept struggling I like with this idea of i have to lose myself mm. I love to that. become a mother and I, I you know and you know shari knows i've really been kind of yeah. struggling with that concept mm-hmm. but when she looked at it as this is an investment you know, I'm investing like in that. something at this time. It doesn't mean that my investment is always going to be like this 100%. I can't invest in myself with, when it, mm-hmm. with investment. It comes with balancing like, okay, today I get to invest this amount into this mm-hmm. aspect of my life versus feeling like I have to completely sacrifice myself. And I was I, like, I, yes, I really like that. Yes. I love that. I really like that. And I think people can think about that in all types of relationships, mm-hmm. right? So your relationship with your kids, your relationship with your partner. Um, Cause I've heard friends. when talking to a lot of my male friends mm-hmm. about marriage and about like moving into like very serious re- committed relationships, they often have this thought of I have to self-sacrifice everything mm-hmm. and I don't want to move into this marriage if it's going to all be about the woman. It's going to all be for her. Um, and so this thought around, well, it's investment. It's investment in what you want to create yes. as opposed to this notion of self-sacrifice. And I feel like that is oftentimes just, and, and I, I say this based off of not my own experience, but just like talking to friends who have been married and then five years down the road, they're like, wait, okay, I did, I, I, I entered into the situation wrong and it's because they entered mm-hmm. in completely sacrificing themselves yeah. uh-huh. trying to create this image or this expectation of what they thought they were supposed to be in this relationship. And then they realize, like, I can't maintain this. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then that's when you start that's to real. see the problems. And I'm like, resentment yes. and mm-hmm. frustration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feeling like you've lost need yourself. To escape. Yeah. Like I need to escape because I'm no longer here. So let me escape mm-hmm. to whatever or whomever so that I can be myself again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's real. I think the biggest thing with um, you know, fairy tales messed us up or just in general is recognize that all relationships are unique and that what worked for one may not work for you. And there's different ways to relationship. Even, you know, as I'm learning about polyamory and other non-monogamy, non-monogamous styles, you know, that's something I never thought about growing up um, outside of, you know, hearing about cults and religions mm-hmm. with multiple yeah. wives. But there are some people that that works for them. They are in open relationships and that were inside. That's great for you. Um, but just, you know, for some people that might be the setup. Like that's another thing too, is like mm-hmm. quit forcing. If you know you don't do well with exclusive monogamous relationships, mm-hmm. stop mm-hmm. entering exclusive monogamous relationships. Mm-hmm. Find a relationship that fits your yeah. style and not what it's out there. It's out there. Mm-hmm. Like I was yeah. joking about um some stuff I saw clips from Love Love and something Huntsville. Yeah. Love, yeah. Um, Girl, that's my show. So mm-hmm. I've never watched it. I only see clips of it and people talking about it and people like discussing on YouTube shows, but enough to know what it's about. <clears throat> and with one of the couples, it's like, why did y'all get married? Like, and for him in and particular, why do you want other. to? I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, no, they're divorcing. I'm talking about Martel and Melody. They're divorcing, or she's filed for divorce. Oh, yeah. Um, They've been divorcing a couple. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? And he's like basically fighting a like he's in. Den- I won't say denial. I think he's just a narcissist. Just from the little bit I've been able to clip on it. But I'm like, why do you want to? Why do you want to be married? Like you have a mistress 
well, you're, you have a girlfriend that you've had the entire length of your marriage. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to be married? Excuse like maybe me? marriage isn't Girl, yes. for you. And it's okay to acknowledge that. Right. <laughs> like, why are you trying to fit into? But I think it comes from these constraints, yeah. right? Like, like you said, um, whether it's fairy tales, whether it's the church, whether it's your family, like these lessons that we get around, this is what love has to look like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is what relationships Maybe have to look like. the moment you bring a child that did not oh, come me. from me. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> he got he got a mistress and a child. Outside of the I marriage? I think so. I think the, yeah. the girlfriend, yeah. <laughs> the mistress has a baby. Because they've been together for, a, the mistress, they've been together for a while. Like, that's kind of like their storyline on the show. Like, <sighs> he's had this mistress. His wife is known. They've had, like, the storyline of, like, I'm a leaver. You need to leave her. I'm a leave you. And I'm done. They back together. You know, like, but it's, yeah, that's been their storyline the whole time. Oh, Wow. I'm. Mm, I, I, it's interesting. I need to start watching. Pick it up, girl. <laughs> I need to start From the clip, I said, "Ooh, I can't. This is disturbing my spirit." Because the way he talking mm-hmm. to other people and not not taking any responsibility, and had the nerve to get mad because he saw some text messages that his wife mm-hmm. was communicating with. Like, sir, you have a whole baby on the way. Yeah, you better yeah. be glad she ain't moving another man in. Because let me tell you the way my. Get back and set up. You would, I would have timed it so you come home and we're there. <laughs> like, no, Mm-mm. that part. It's an interesting little show, but I do think it relates to, like you said, like if that doesn't fit for you, mm-hmm. right? You know, if that's not what is allowing you to be your best self, because obviously, you know, he's not. It's not for him. They are not operating as their best selves at right all. Now. And so I think that rolls us into just like takeaways. That was a great takeaway, Mm -hmm. you know, um, what's going to allow you to be your best self. And I think a takeaway for me is like love is definitely important. It's definitely a part of relationship. Um, But there's other stuff that we've talked about that are equally, if not more important, Mm -hmm. Um, things like respect. Things like fairness and equity, um, being able to communicate your needs, being able to feel safe Mm -hmm. and actually like each other. Like, do I like Mm -hmm. you? You know, outside of love, I have to like you. That's one thing that I I tell my husband. I tell my husband, I'd be like, I really like you today. Like, that's Mm -hmm. something that because I know like there are some days where I am seething on the inside. Like, oh, I can't stand you, you know. (laughs) So on those days and I really like you, like as opposed to it's like, well, you know, (laughs) I I wasn't really feeling you yesterday. But like today I feel the warm and fuzzies. And so I want to let you know. And that's important for me. I don't know how much he appreciates it or not. (laughs) But I love knowing that there will be days days where you may not like the person but like or you may not like the person's actions like what they're doing right but do you genuinely like who this person is like the core right. of their being right. you know like you may be like I, I really love how caring you mm-hmm. are how respectful or honest you are just in situations right. and things like that and so do you even like the person that you're in love mm-hmm. with you know? yeah that's a big question yeah. but yeah love is important but there are also other things that should also be added into the mix. Um, like compatibility. Compatibility. Yes. Mm-hmm. Does this person allow you to be independent? Mm-hmm. Are you creating a, a partnership or is it a dictatorship? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, is there honesty and truth? All of those things. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Any takeaway for you, Erica? Um, I guess my takeaway is, um, I don't know. I think the, again, like the best part about a relationship. Yeah. You're the, I guess love is foundational, but I think the uh, things that are going to keep, um, keep the relationship going is authenticity of self. Um, whatever that might look like, because like April, you know, pointed out, like people are going to change and you just need to be able to be authentic and, sh- and can, and show your partner and let your partner know, you know, and be a part of seeing that growth and that change. Um, mm-hmm. because I think some people, when they say you've changed, it's like, I've been changing, but mm. we haven't, 
you haven't been involved in that to recognize it because you've been hanging on and watching for the old parts of me, mm-hmm. you know, instead mm-hmm. of like, I'm, I'm changing. And so the relationship is changing with it. So I just, again, I just think, you know, I just never want to lose myself. So, you know, the yeah. love is important, but staying authentic to who I am is just is important. So that's my takeaway. If you feel like you're not able to be your authentic self, um, you know, there needs to be some conversations and some reevaluation of what you're doing and what's going on. That's good. I, I like how you phrase it as love is the foundation because we're, we're not saying love isn't important. Mm-hmm. Um, there should be some yeah. things to build on that love because the love is changes over time. You have different types of love mm-hmm. and um, yes. the love is where you get that grace and that compassion mm-hmm. when that person puts a swallow of juice back in the fridge. Ooh, girl, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell no. you. Who puts, who puts four french fries in a storage container because they didn't want to throw them away. Like this is not oh. this does not constitute leftovers boo. Put it in the garbage. Mm. Or puts <laughs> fingerprints on your stainless steel refrigerator. <laughs> Like really, why are you touching it in the middle? Like who does it? The handles over here. Like what? That's too hand in the middle of the refrigerator. Like why are you doing? You leaning on the refrigerator? Were you in thought? That's too like, funny. What's happening? <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, yeah, so I will echo that for my takeaway. Awesome! I awesome. love it. I love it. All right. Um, well, we are at the point um, in our show, our favorite part of our, our Speaking show. Of love. <laughs> Speaking of love, indeed, is um, where we take the time to send one our love, where we identify a person or a situation or whatever that's um, happened um, throughout the week or weeks that we just want to acknowledge and focus on some of the good and the positive in our lives and in the world. So... Um, is there anyone who wants to go first? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Um, why is this always so I hard? I know. And we love trying to remember my week. We're very lucky. That makes sense. I don't. I yeah. Don't remember my week. It, which is, you know, this is important. This is a good thing because I need to be more intentional mm-hmm. about being grateful for things. Mm-hmm. So the fact yeah. that I'm struggling means I'm not focusing on gratitude <laughs> like I mm-hmm. should. I like it. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say, okay. Well, I want to send my love to. Um, I'll send it to my mother-in-law um, who lives across the street or should I say <laughs> we live across the street from her because they were here first. Um, but I just want to send my love to her. I, I very much so appreciate her as just being a genuinely kind person. And she's been so very helpful Um and kind to me. Um, I am very pregnant right now. And so I'm a little anxious about traveling far away from home um, alone. And so um, this week she rode with me to like run, run errands and she's a busy lady. She's got, you know, her own things going on in life. Um, but she made sure to, to take the time to like help me and just make sure that I wasn't by myself and doing things. And then she's also helped had sent some help over to my home to help me keep things clean. Cause I've been complaining about, I'm just not able to like keep my house clean. Like I like to. And, um, so she sent over some help. So she's just been just a welcome addition to my life. And I know there's a lot of people who don't have that kind of positive, um, those kind of positive feelings towards their in-laws. But I definitely want to say I love her and I would not trade her for anyone else in this world. So I want to send my love to her. That's good. Nice. I'm trying to think of something like more personal, but all I keep going back is what I said about Tyler Perry and Robert Townsend. But I'm going to send down my love. That's because, a good one. And Kev on stage and all of them, not only because of what they're doing, but also the example they are setting, um, specifically with Kevin Fredericks, um, the things that he's been doing 
has inspired me to like dream big and go after because I'm looking at his his career in the last three years. Like when I started following, he went from YouTube to Instagram to having a show on Will Smith's channel and and he's forever bringing people along with him. Like every time he increases or gets to another stage, he opens the door for someone else. Um, and just the things that he's been able to do is just like, you really can go after your dreams. Like mm-hmm. just, just, I mean, he fails along the way. He's, he's been very explicit about his missteps as well. Um, so I guess I'm appreciative for people being open and transparent about their journeys mm-hmm. um, and the opportunities that they have been able to afford other people because they were um, not just vigilant, but, obedient to the vision that have been that they've been given because mm-hmm. it's just a kind of a reminder that sometimes your vision your task is not just for you it's not just for your benefit mm-hmm. is so that other people can also be blessed by what you've been given so i'll give it to me that's good that's good um i don't really have one y'all <laughs> i mean the good things have happened um over the past week but yeah I don't have one. It's I feel fine. bad. <laughs> you could send your love okay, to Peloton say, since they're supposed to be delivering your bike tomorrow. Say, do, you yes. have, do you have some hate to see? Right. Some, some Peloton love. <laughs> My bike is getting here tomorrow. I got the call. They said between the hour of 7 a.m. and 10 a.m. So I'm super oh, excited about that. That's good. Um, I guess I could send my love to all my friends who I know have Pelotons and I've been like, what's your username? <laughs> like, I want to ride with you, you know, um, <laughs> totally nerding out. So excited um, for Pelotons Black History Month series oh. that they're kicking off tomorrow. So I'm excited to see what that okay, looks like. Okay, Peloton, what's your they Black History Month? Wicked series. I know. They got Black History Month. They got a Wicked series. They got Ooh. a Year of Yes partnership with Shonda Rhimes. That's cool. Um, they, they're having a Bob Marley series that's kicking up um, here soon. So I'm, I'm super excited about that. So I guess I could send my love to them um, at least for um, at least trying to keep people involved and engaged in their own physical fitness. Mm-hmm. So That's good. I'm going to send my love to them for sure. You hear that listeners? That's- Peloton yes. is even celebrating Black History Month. You have <laughs> no excuse. <laughs> so get on That's it. That's too funny. That's uh, real. Very quickly, this isn't a segment, but I would like to send a You Tried It to Publix. <laughs> that should be a segment. Oh, no. Because I'm like trying to make my shopping list and Publix is advertising Beyond Burgers buy two, get one free. Ma'am, really? sir, Beyond Burgers is $7 for two patties. If so I spend 14 that's not a deal. Mm-hmm. You want me to spend that's $14 not. to get an extra two? That is, no. Buy that's one. Crazy. That's not BOGO. It's supposed to be buy one, get one free Publix. <laughs> You're not slick. You were hoping somebody missed it they, they made it to register. Buy two, buy two, get, get one. one. <laughs> seven, yeah. thing to seven and eight dollars for Beyond Burgers they for two for just two patties. Y'all tried it, Publix. Okay, but uh, but, I, but I'm still supporting. I like that as a um, segment. You tried it. Yes. Oh, I have a lot. Uh, Midlands Honda. <laughs> Uh-oh. The mechanics at Midlands Honda, y'all tried it. What they do? <laughs> so feel free to cut this uh yourself if you need to. <laughs> right. So you know, I've had free oil changes with my car, but even though it expired, my car's three years old now, so all that free stuff is gone. So I guess I forgot how much oil changes cost. Mm. So I called ahead, just like, hey, how much is my oil change? They were like, oh, oil changes are $65. So I was like, I have a Honda. <laughs> <laughs> well, April, the, Girl, so April the oil don't cost them $65. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> Are they actually changing That's the oil good, or girl. the filter? They change but, the oil uh, and the filter. If okay, they do like it right. If I watch YouTube, I can figure this out. But fine. <laughs> so I finally just like buckled down because I did call Express Oil. I was like, how much y'all charge? And it wasn't that much of a difference. Yeah. So I said, okay, fine. This is what <laughs> oil changes cost. Fine. So I get there and they're like, which I had to make an appointment anyway because there was a recall on something they need to fix. So uh, he was like, well, would you like your tires rotated? I was like, does it not come with the oil change? He's like, no, that's an extra $30. I'm sorry. 
when did tire <laughs> rotations become separate from an oil change? Girl, so, back in 2012. <laughs> are you serious? That used to be standard. It did. Tire oil change. It did. So I said, fine, go ahead. So he was like, well, now since you're at 100, you might as well get this package we have for 130, oh, okay, see, which is three wow. oil changes, three tire rotations. And so I was like, actually, that does, that is a better deal because it, we're upselling it, you. Yeah. He ups, but it, equaled out because it was like well three it more changes because I'm already like I said I'm already spending a hundred dollars today mm, um, okay so for an extra 30 I can get two more oil changes oh, yeah out of that that's great plus the rotations will be included and he was trying to sell me that's on something good. so I said okay fine that's it don't try to sit I came here I felt like oh girl alpha uh players club I came here <laughs> for an oil change that's, that's it. it that's it <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Look, this, this will be a bonus segment. You know, we don't have, this to, we don't have to cut that out. This bonus segment. We, April's rant. I can do a rant every <laughs> No, we should certainly do I a get, you try this section. I get home because one reason I was like, cool, I'll go here because I can get you get free lift rides. So I was like, got home, got me a cup of free coffee, went home. Um, they send me a video of the the people working on my car to show like the vi- they do video inspections now. So that's probably my sixty five dollars going. So they send me a video <laughs> showing me all the stuff in my car that needs fixing. Ooh, April, your brake pads are only three mi- millimeters and they need to be five. Look at your tires; but do they, they need stop, to be replaced. Though? Do they stop? Your transmission fluid is looking cloudy. Is it supposed to be clear? What do you? You're sure? I don't know what it's supposed to look like. Right. Uh, also, your windshield wipers we also recommend that estimate was a thousand and eight dollars who is paying this who are these people decline decline (laughs) decline decline i wanted my listen i didn't come here for you all to be pointing out my car's flaws i asked for an oil change i was just here in november so y'all not yeah. gonna play me like I don't bring my car in every three How to four months happen for in stuff. The next, now I knew yeah. my tires. I knew that was gonna be. Oh, I need an alignment. I was like, did I just get an alignment in November? How? I now granted, South Carolina roads oh, probably are horrible, tearing up, horrible. So yeah. I might give them that. But they tried it. Um, so when I went back to pick up, I said. How much, give me in terms of mileage, how much time do I have to get this stuff? Mm-hmm. And that's how I determine. Because mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. what I have on sweatpants and uh, a sweatshirt and workout tights. I don't know what about me makes y'all think <laughs> that I was prepared to just give y'all a thousand dollars when I didn't want to pay the 65 <laughs> from the beginning. <laughs> went from $65 to a thousand. Oh, Mr. President, no. if you're listening. <laughs> I need another we stimulus. We need another stimulus check. <laughs> well, I need my first look. Don't get, don't get me started. Don't get me started. Shoot, I'm out here tracking my mail. Oh, because the April's Honda got hip problems. She needed right. an alignment. She, she got cloudy pee. She needs. She, she's just got a lot of things. We need, a, need an antibody, <laughs> right? Okay. Okay. Look. <laughs> We need another uh, stimmy, y'all. We need another stimmy, yes, Mr. President. Yes. So on that note, sorry. <laughs> That's still upset about y'all tried it. A thousand dollars. Tried it. Do you know I work for the state? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We got a hiring freeze. What do you mean? Okay. I'm getting a thousand dollars like this from. Um, still mad. Um, all right. So thank you all for listening to another episode of Three Sikes and a Mic. You can find us on social media at Three Sikes and a Mic as well as Gmail if you like to email us. Uh, three Sikes and a Mic at gmail.com. Please listen, share, give us your feedback. Uh, but most importantly, share the episodes and share with us yeah. what you like about them. So we hope you have an amazing week and you get the week that you wish for. Amen. Yes. yes. Bye, y'all. Like Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>